All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I took a big ride last week, you guys, and I'm very excited to share the details of that as well as some other things we've had going on in our lives. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of French Porch Swingers. It is summertime and it's hot, which for a lot of us, me included, means you're getting hot and bothered and you want to go out and meet some sexy people. Cassidy makes that easier than ever before. And they allow you to have peace of mind knowing that the people that you're talking to are legit. A lot of the free sites have lots of fakes and bots on them. Cassidy does things like allows you to certify yourself, showing that you are a real person and that people that you're talking to have the peace of mind of knowing you're real too. So if you'd like to start meeting real lifestylers today, head on over to frontporchswingers.com, scroll to the bottom of the homepage and click on the Cassidy banner to get started for a free month. Like I said, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com, click on the Cassidy banner, try it free. We hope to see you at cassidy.com. So we have spent entirely too much time in the sun. Even as we were introing this, I had to erase it three fucking times. I think it's mostly that the sun just has zapped any sort of brain activity I may have had prior to this. Yeah, we were at a fucking pool party Saturday. We hosted at Sea Mountain yesterday. We spent, we were outside in the sun yesterday from just before noon till a little after 6 p.m. Yes. Like all day in the pool in the sun. Straight sun. Straight up in the fuck. It was 115 here yesterday. It was crazy, but it was a fucking great time. What a blast. Amazing people. And that facility is just awesome. I I just enjoy spending the day there and they take such good care of us. Yeah. There's something very freeing about being at a nude pool too, because I mean, just like every other person on the planet, I have body insecurities. You go there and you see all of these people just, you know, letting it all hang out and it has a very freeing effect at least for me no yeah listen you get so worked up over that and we were just talking about it saturday even when we went to the pool party we went to saturday when we got there you're like i don't know why i got all in my head about the bathing suit i'm wearing and all that kind of thing because that pool is also clothing optional but you were basically just topless there and you know it's like you know you just don't need to get fucking worked up everybody no one here gives a shit what anybody's wearing or how they look or it it, it doesn't matter listen man it's a journey okay i've come a long way with my self-confidence but there are still days and weeks where i'm just like ugh. in fact i was sick for three days this week yes i was in bed and i think that has an impact on me too because i'm not active i mean i wasn't really eating so it's not like I was just like gaining a bunch of weight or something, but it just had this weird way of making me feel like sluggish and just gross. Yeah, but after being out in the sun for two days, it's like a whole, you're like a different person. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it's great. I told you, all you got to do is get outside and get some fresh air, get some vitamin D, like legit vitamin D. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we spent- I like the D. Probably, I mean, we probably spent 10, 12 hours this fucking weekend in the sun. Yeah. So it was great. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Great people. We had a little sexy fun too. You, of course, in true- Brenna Fashion sucked a cock in the pool, so shocking no one. Um, That was so fun. That's so not something I would normally do. No, I may or may not have touched Jade's vagina in the pool as well. She joined us. Yeah, I fucking saw. Yeah. You slut. So anyway, it was fun. We had a good time. I I love how I'm calling you the slut for touching your longtime play partner's pussy. Meanwhile, I'm sucking a virtual stranger off at the pool. Yeah, you met him that day and (laughs) his cock was in your mouth. Like, wow, well, that's that's not a surprise to anybody that knows you. Well, he asked. I was just being polite. 
polite. Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> That's the nice thing to do. Yeah. A, a handsome man with a giant cock asks you to come over and suck it. What are you going to do? You're going to fucking come over and suck it. You are, for sure. I'm a team player. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> team Brenna when it comes to cock. Speaking of which, <laughs> after uh, we record this, you have a you have a date-ish at 2.30 to see a friend of yours who lives very close to us who has, like, the biggest cock you've ever taken. Yeah, it's almost too much cock, and that's saying something for, for me. For you, that's a lot. That's a that's a, that's a mouthful. I'm no not joking. It's, like, the size of my arm. Now, yeah. granted, I'm five feet tall. My arms are not gigantic. But considering that I'm con- comparing it to his cock, that's a yeah. pretty big fucking deal. Yeah, so we'll see Literally a pretty big fucking deal. We'll see how tonight goes. The last time he and I fucked, I couldn't fuck for two days after. So I'm going to have to have him go very slow. Yeah. I'm going to bring some really good lube. <laughs> Yeah, so what you're saying is I may or may not be getting late tonight is what you're saying. I mean, I'd probably make the exception for you. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> Stay tuned. So. Yeah, well, what happens is when I take giant cocks and then you, you and I fuck afterwards, I'm like, you have to go slow with me. My pussy's sore. And you're like, fuck that. Yeah, uh-uh. No, no, no. I was here first. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Somehow I manage. Just yeah, saying. You, you, you power through. That's just, <laughs> just how it goes. And this week is fucking insane. I'm still trying to figure out this schedule. Yeah, we so have... I'm getting fucked today. Yeah. And then tomorrow our friends come into town from Arizona and Florida. We, we have a lot of we have friends coming from Michigan as well. We have a lot of friends coming in town. Yeah, so we're going to go to a show tomorrow. We're going to Absinthe with a right. group. And right. then we're going to dinner on Wednesday. Yep. And then Thursday you're going to play with Jade. And the two of you are going to meet me at the Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event. Yes. And everyone's going to that event as well. Well, I'm also playing Wednesday late morning, early afternoon with one of our friends that's coming in town. Then we have dinner. And then Thursday, it's myself and Jade. And then our uh, Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas event. And then I don't even, who the fuck knows what else happens? I don't even know what happens. We're going to Palomino Friday. Going to the strip club, baby. Yeah, and then some of the folks leave Saturday, but not everybody. So I'm sure there'll be some more naughty adult fun going on there. I just don't know. It's so crazy. It's My a, hot it's, basketball player is going to be there on Thursday, too. So We have a lot of people going to be there on Thursday. I don't yeah, know I know, gonna... but, you know, I'm most excited for a play dynamic with the fucking hot. Yeah, but how do you juggle? I mean, how this a lot? It, there's a lot. I mean, we have a lot of people come to this thing. I mean, I'll be open for business, man. It's going to be just well, no all question. good. <laughs> no question. I don't know how I'm going to maneuver all this, but there's a lot happening. Yeah, you're 53. You have to really think about these things these days. My shit's got to be planned out, man. <laughs> you know, there's only so much t- testosterone a man can take, <laughs> you know, or should take anyway. So I really got to gotta keep myself measured here. But I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. I'm just looking forward to hanging out with some folks. In fact, one of the, our friends, well, my play partner that came in town almost, a, Jesus, almost a year ago now, I was the only person she'd ever been with other than her husband at that point. I hadn't met him yet. He's coming in town. I cannot wait to hang out and talk to him. So we got so much shit to do. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Crazy, I'm, crazy. I'm super excited. Oh, by the way, I want to give a shout out to Pedro and Tink, who host the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink podcast. Um, we talked a little bit about them on our last episode, and we talked very in-depth about them on our bonus episode that we did for our Patreon members. Yeah. But they actually did a full deep dive into Naughty New Orleans, most of which included us, because we hung out with them almost the entire time. Every day. So if you would like to hear more about our Naughty New Orleans experience, but from a different perspective, basically, go check out their latest episode. It was so sweet. Of course, I mean, you know, the fucking egotistical side of me was very, very pleased with how many compliments they paid me. <laughs> yeah, they were very complimentary, no doubt about it, but they're awesome. I got a chance to listen to it a little bit while you were listening to it this morning, and they did a pretty good job recapping. In fact, there was a few things that I had forgotten about that they mentioned because it was a fucking long 
fast week, man. I, 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 I didn't keep track of it. So Yeah, they became like instant friends. We just clicked immediately. They're wonderful people. So anyway, go listen to their show, period. But like I said, if you want to hear more about Naughty New Orleans, and I just have to say, he's been the first man to reject me in a very long time well, for very good reasons, for yeah. very good reasons. He didn't reject you any more than I rejected her. We had some really unique consequences come up between all of us. And it just was an awkward situation. It was a little weird. Yeah. You know, so that shit happens. It's totally understandable. You know, I mean, there's uh, lots of opportunity to uh, to see them again. They're going to be long, long, lifelong friends. So I'm not concerned about it. Well, and he brought up something on his podcast episode that I wanted to talk about here, which is I get this a lot. I get messages from men on social media, in emails, all the time saying things like, oh, I'd love to hang out with Brenna, but I know I'm not her type. Right. And it's like, how do you know my type? Because I don't even know my type. Right. I know my type is not smaller than average cocks. Other than that, I don't have a fucking type. I have played with every race, every age, every body type. So it's really interesting to me. Even the experience we're going to talk about today. I mean, this guy, I'm, I was very attracted to him. But, it, you know, he's he has a lot of tattoos. He has facial tattoos, which is not necessarily always my thing. Yeah, what a fucking cool dude, though. He's a little bit heavier set. But I was so attracted to him. He was cool as fuck. So it's like, would someone pick that guy out of a lineup as somebody that I'm ridiculously attracted to? Maybe not. But I don't care. We had so much chemistry. And I, I did find him attractive. I find lots of things attractive. Well, you know, I was just talking about this with a friend of ours. You had um, dinner with a friend. I guess it was Saturday night. Yes. And I met one of our friends, one of our local friends for a drink while you were out to dinner. And she and I were just talking about various lifestyle, you know, components. And she's in a very unique relationship. And we have different, obviously different styles between us and her and her partner and slightly anyway. And, and they're trying to find their, you know, their way in this together. And so we were just talking about varying elements of attractiveness to people. And her take on it was really unique, I thought. Not unlike mine, where she feels like there has to be this chemistry, there has to be a connection beyond the physical. But she's also kind of like, yeah, because I said to her, on a scale of 1 to 10, your scale of 1 to 10, if someone is like a 4 instantly to you physically, but you start talking to them and then you get this attract, you know, this attraction based on, you know, chemistry and character and those kinds of things. Does that move the needle forward? She's like, oh, absolutely. She's like, I, I have played with people that on the surface would not ordinarily be my physical type, but then I get to know them and I'm just that much more attracted to them. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting too. So there definitely is that component. The guy you're referring to that you're going to talk about today, if most people saw him, they wouldn't even want to try to talk to him. He's an intimidating looking dude. He's gigantic. Yeah, he's a big And big he has facial cat. tattoos, yeah. Facial tattoos. I mean, he's, you know, he's a big guy. And if most people were to like just walk up on him, they'd probably just be shit scared. He was the <laughs> nicest guy. He's so fucking nice. You know, nice. he's paying me compliments. We met each other for 30 seconds. He was just affable and friendly. And yeah, you just never know. You really got to get to know people. And that's my biggest thing. Like, like our friend was asking me because, you know, she knows me and knows I don't just jump in hip deep upon meeting somebody for the first time. And, you know, her whole thing was like, well, you know, sometimes you just, you just got to try, you know, you just got to roll the dice, see what happens. I wish I could do that. I just, I can't. Right I don't now. have that in me either. I don't, I, don't, either. I don't think of it like that. I think of it like I am attracted to a lot of different things. That was my point is yeah. I don't have one specific type. People always say, especially if they're on my OnlyFans or something, right? Like, oh, Brenna just loves tall black men. Right. Well, 
I hate to break it to everyone, but most of the guys that are reaching out to me to do porn are tall, black, very well-hung men. That doesn't mean that's the only thing I'm interested in. Yeah, well, I mean, we talk about this. We did talk about this after our Phoenix event. The dude with the silver lame shorts. That cat could not have been anything more varied than your typical guy for you. But he was so much fun. He was so confident. He was so goofy. Both, you know, you and a number of women on the property are like, oh, I would totally fuck that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, so it, all those things combined, like if you, if you have a choice, if I have a choice, right? Like I say this all the time, if there's a room full of women and in that room is a short, curvy redhead, that's probably going to be where I would end up. Right? right. That doesn't mean that I'm not interested in a lot of other types of women in that room that would just be like if i had to choose somebody that would be my physical go-to yeah everyone has a preference of course my preference is going to be taller muscular men like duh but that doesn't mean that that's the only thing i'm interested in or that if you don't fit that mold somehow i am not going to be interested in you so i just wanted to throw that out there because i i never wanted to come across on the show that you know, I'm only playing with one very, very specific type of guy. I do think, though, that a lot of people have their own insecurities and they allow that to kind of cloud this situation. In other words, if they were to meet me in person because of the things that they hear on the show and they're internalizing it and assuming that I only fuck one type of guy, that all of a sudden that means like they're completely out of the running. Well, the, the, well, the part of the, the issue is, of course, while we talk about a lot of our lives on the show, we don't talk about everything. So there's a lot of pieces that people don't get to hear. So they don't see, I should say, they don't hear about all of the people that we interact with or that we come in contact with. Not everyone that you come in contact with is what you would consider physical perfection. Well, I'm just also going to throw this out there. Have we ever talked about race on the show? Never. So why is it assumed that I only play with well-hung black men? People just don't know. Well, listen, once again, like you said, there is this people, people have this insecurity, but it's also this, this fantasy, right? Why don't I talk about my interactions with men? Because every time somebody reaches out to me, it's done in a fetishizing way, right? It's always some creepy fucking dude that wants to know something specific, you know, I would totally jerk off to the idea of Brian fucking another dude. And it's like, okay, well, that's not why we would talk about it on the show. So absolutely not. You're not going to, you're not going to get that from me. I'm not going to provide that for you because that's not what this, first of all, it's not what our show is about anyway. It's not the basis, but certainly I'm not going to do that for that reason. When someone has a legitimate question or they have a unique outlook on something or perspective on something and they ask me, I'm happy to give them the information. But the idea that you're going to pigeonhole or fetishize me or you, it's like you don't even know what everyone that we come in contact is like. I mean, the people I'm attracted to and that that I engage with, two of those women were at Sea Mountain yesterday. Could they look any more different? No. It's not possible, right? One is a tall busty redhead, curvy, you know, she's like 5'8", you know, and then my other friend is 4'11", on a tall day, I know she's going to kill me, (laughs) she says she's five feet tall, I'm calling bullshit, dark hair, big booty, it's like, they couldn't look more different than each other. You know, so yep. people just they they get in their heads what they want to get in their heads. Yep. And, and that happens a lot. And I, I get it because 
this is what they hear a lot of times. But what people have to understand is that there are a lot of different flavors out there, man. I am, both you and I are not attracted to any one type of person. Well, and for me, part of being in the lifestyle is the variety. I mean, not just variety of looks either, but just variety in general. I'm attracted to sometimes more submissive men. My sexy basketball player that's yeah. going to be there on Thursday. He's 6'7". He's a giant hunk of a man. And yet he likes when I choke him and dominate him. Yeah. All the way from the California guy who flogs my ass and face fucks me. Yeah, who, you by know? the way, is maybe 5'8"? Yeah, he's maybe? a smaller guy. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of variances here uh, as it pertains to what we're into or attracted to or and what people are, I think, in general. Now, certainly there are some folks who are laser focused on something in particular or, you know, a typical physical feature or whatever. And I don't um, think there's anything wrong with that no. either, as long as you're not fetishizing people. Well, that's my thing. Like, like I said, with the guys that reach out, it's always the guys that reach out to me about... Hey, let's. I want to hear something about you and another guy. Well, why do you want to hear that? Oh, I think it's hot. I want to stroke my. Co- no, 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 no. That, that, no, that's not <laughs> happening. Absolutely not. So, yeah, if you're not fetishizing me or, or you know, uh, in, in any other way, being less than genuine, I can't fuck with that. You know, but that's that's the impression I think a lot of people have of a lot of folks in this space because they hear something on a show, relatively consistently, they get an image in their head. Yep. they're turned on by it. Right. Yeah. And it's instantly like Brenna only takes 12 inch cocks. That's all Brenna does. That's <laughs> not the case. And she certainly doesn't take that in our house. So um, <laughs> you are you have a very nice penis, my friend. Uh, OK, it's not 12 inches. Uh, but. Fuck. No, it's not. So there are uh, there are lots of things that we look for in people. And again, to our friends, <laughs> to her credit, she was trying to like on some level convince me that, you know, just step out there. Just just throw it out there. Just roll the dice. Just see what happens. I'm like, uh, I, you know. You know, I, I don't know. I want to. Well, we're both very picky, but we're not picky about the things that people assume we're picky about. No, that's the thing. People are like, oh, you two are just, you're looking for, you know, Brenna wants the giant cock and she's looking for some guy that's six foot seven or, you know, I'm looking for something specific. No, if, if I'm talking to somebody and they're breathing weird, like I'm out. <laughs> Right. We sit down and we sit down at a bar. We're talking to people and they start eating and they start chewing weird. I'm like, oh, no, I like whatever. Like it's little shit like that that fucks me up. You know, you are so damn neurotic. The, the, the poolside cocktail server that came around yesterday at Sea Mountain. She was lovely. And she had these beautiful Tiffany blue painted toenails. Right. And she was coming over talking to me and one of our, our new friend. And he looked at her feet and he's like, oh, I really like the color of your, your feet. And I said, actually, they're beautiful toes. And she's like, really? You like you pay attention to that? I'm like, me? I said, listen, if it looks like you can peel coconuts with your feet, I'm out. I'm out. Like, I can't. No, no, ma'am. No, no good. So it's like one of the first things I look at, right? So you like we're at a restaurant. Some woman walks in, sits down with open toe shoes. I'm like, uh, oh, no. I elbow you like, oh, no, no, no. You know, it's the weird shit, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone has their shit that they look for. For me, it's scent. I'm a big scent person. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's, oh if you have bathed in cologne, I'm out. If you smell any sort of like negative way to me. And also, I'm very sensitive to scent. So I can pick up on it from yeah. like across a room. How many times have I told we were out? We were on Main Street in the Arts District. We we're standing on a street corner waiting for the light to change. I'm like, I smell patchouli. There's nobody standing around us. We start crossing the street. The woman crossing from the other side is drowning in it. And as she gets past me, I'm like, I started to like, my my nose just started burning. And we just started laughing because I could literally smell patchouli yeah. from the other side of the street. 
I'm super sensitive to that stuff. So yeah, just uh, a tip if we're if you're planning on like chatting with me, please don't wear patchouli. Oh my god, Brian will not even look your direction if you're wearing patchouli. Uh, I I don't even remember where we were. I had to leave the room one time because somebody was. I couldn't identify who was wearing it. There were too many people in the room, but I had to go outside. Yeah, I can't do it. So yeah, there are certain things that like I'm just will just throw me off. And like I said, the hottest people. If if you chew weird, I no no no. I got I gotta go. You know, you're clicking the fucking fork on your teeth. Oh, it drives me nuts. I can't. I just can't. You're hilarious. So, yeah, I'm a weirdo. I'm totally neurotic that way. Because I watch all those little things, right? It's not what everybody thinks. It's not the physical features. Oh, big butt, you know, great boobs and, you know, all this kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, those are bonuses, as you say. Oh, that's icing on the cake. Yeah. yeah, if you chew properly and you've got red hair and a big booty, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, I the whole reason I brought up this conversation is because I don't really have a type. I do like larger cocks. That's my type. If you are a good person with a good personality and you have a better than average cock, I'm probably going to be into you. 100%. Yeah, so. and, and if you are shorter, curvier, big butt, and you have red hair... I am instantly attracted to you. Like, I mean, it just it just happens. And then, of course, I may chat with you and realize, okay, you know, maybe this isn't for me. Our personalities don't align. But from a physical perspective, that's like where I go, right? right. But that doesn't mean that that's the only person in the room I'm going to be interested in. Yeah, you know. So yeah, people do get some odd, you know, ideas in their head about where we are simply because they hear us talking and we have a well, they make their own know, assumptions, and that's okay. But don't like thrust your assumptions on me i well, guess i think those assumptions are based a lot of times in their own desires right that's that's right what they it is. watch a porn and it's always you know a little tiny thing with a giant black man with a giant cock right that's hot wife porn typically so they yeah. assume that that's what we're all doing and yeah. it's like no i mean sometimes that happens yeah cuck hold porn all that stuff but and then and it's like they just they yeah like you said they project that onto you like oh that's brenda's go-to hang on Given a choice, if you just line up a bunch of cocks, she's going to go for the biggest one. Uh, you know, it does not matter the color or the ethnicity or whatever. She's just going for the biggest cock in the room. And so that that's a preference, right? But all other things considered, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Right. So, yeah, people do get it a little bit twisted. So, anyway, it's, uh, it's one of those things we deal with a lot. But the fetishizing and, and that kind of thing, you know, it just kind of weirds me out. So single guy tip of the week, I got super weirded out by somebody's fetish today. Of course, you guys know I'm on a BDSM site. So, you know, you get a lot of people reaching out for specific things. And we talked a few weeks ago about how I don't think that's the worst thing in the world as long as you're tactful about it. But there are certain fetishes to me that just feel so kind of dehumanizing. And I think just reaching out with certain things is just so creepy. And this is an example of that. So this guy reaches out and first he just pays me compliments. He's like, I looked at your photos. I think you're very pretty. You have a very eloquent profile or bio. And I reached back out and said, you know, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And he reaches back out saying, so I have to be completely honest with you. You're not as big as I typically like to go for. I'm into much thicker women than you. And I'm wondering if you would allow me to be your feeder and fatten you up. For those of you who don't know what a feeder is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's somebody that forces you to eat basically as a means of gaining weight because they're into bigger women yeah listen i'm not going to shit on anybody's fetish providing everybody is consenting in this but once again to reach out to someone and start a line of conversation with something that in my opinion and this is just my opinion is rather extreme is just not a good move first of all that's number one number two what in my 
profile, for what in your profile, would have indicated to this guy that that would even have been on the table. Right. So that's it, it's not the best way to go if you are legitimately trying to meet or interact with somebody. At minimum, you've got to have a line of conversation that gets your foot in the door that's fucking normal <laughs> and then say, hey, by the way, I've got this maybe not so mainstream fetish. Would you tell me what you think about it? And then at least you have an opportunity to have a dialogue. Right. But to just open up with, I want to be your feeder. I jokingly said to you, I said, where was that cat yesterday when you wanted pizza? I was looking for some pizza. <laughs> I know. We should have been like, cash up us money for pizza and I'll consider it. Yeah, like, God, what is that about? <laughs> you know, like, I, I just, uh, look, everybody it's has fine. their thing. Yes, I'm not yucking anyone's yum. You can like whatever the fuck you like. But it's about how you approach it. And also to be like, you're not big enough for me. Then don't reach out to me. Well, that's just me. it, right? Uh, clearly, I'm not for you. I'm not for you. Yeah. So what are we even having this fucking conversation for? Yeah, guys, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, in what world was I going to be like, oh, you want me to be fatter than I am? Cool. Let's start having a relationship so you can fatten me up. Like, that is just so not... I would never do something like it's that. It's crazy. Yeah, there, there are certain... Look, there are some lines you don't cross, particularly out of the fucking gate. Right. Like, hello, perfect stranger. No, I do not want you to stuff me like a fucking Thanksgiving turkey. I'm really good. <laughs> I mean, I like being stuffed, but not that like you that. you do. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's it's bizarre to me. But the converse of that, I get a, a, an email or a message on Cassidy yesterday from a couple. I say this a lot. Somebody looks at my profile, I simply go back and thank them for looking at my profile. Now, I did read their bio. And after reading it, it was very clear that we were not a match for a number of reasons. They were a lovely looking couple, but our wants and, and desires simply, they were not in alignment. They, and they laid them out very clearly, which I thought was really kind of interesting. As a couple, it's, it's rare that you see it. The gentleman, I believe, is who reached back out to me because he mentioned himself as Mr. and sent me his phone number. Left me a very lengthy message, and it was bullet pointed. Thanking me, listener of the show, really appreciated my, my returning them or commenting on uh, their looking at my profile. Understood that we were not in alignment. Made that very clear. It's, uh, you, he said it. It's clear that we are not looking for each other in this space, but we are going to be in town on this date and this time. And if you're available, would love to buy you or you and Brenna a drink and just get to know you guys. They actually mentioned one of our favorite places. They're clearly listeners of the show. And so just kind of went down the line and thanking me and being very polite. So I took his phone number, which he provided me, and sent him a text message back this morning in the same format that he sent me, bullet pointed it, and told him, thank you so fucking much for being like, a gentleman and really appreciating what I had written. Also, thank you because he mentioned in his message he knew that I was not going to reach out to them and try to get them to change their wants and desires in an effort to play with them. And I, I obviously, I reciprocated thank you very much for doing the same identifying that we are not in alignment. but I'm not trying can, to talk you into anything. Right, but yeah. that we could still have a drink and get to know each other and not, it doesn't matter kind of thing. Right. right? That's I'm telling you, that email was about as rare a message as I get, particularly from couples on Cassidy. They're not always shitty, but they're certainly not that eloquently written, that thoughtfully written. This took a few minutes to write. I mean, this thing was like six bullet points. It was like three paragraphs. I mean, it was legit. And like you said, emotional intelligence as well and understanding yeah. that you guys aren't a fit. It doesn't mean you can't become friendly and get to know each other. No. You know, you can still have great conversation and not want to stick cocks in mouths. We Listen, you and I talk about this all the time. And I just had this conversation again with our friend the other day. We have a lot of friends that we've had for many years that we've never slept with. Yeah. Hardly ever seen them in anything other than fully clothed. Doesn't mean we're not friends. 
Christians, we see them all the time. Right. You know, we have some coming here this week that we've never, I mean, we've seen them naked, but we've never played with them. So, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. And I really appreciate it. I thought it was one of the better messages I've ever received. So single guys, don't start out with your weird, you know, fetish. I mean, it might be too much for some people. It might be your thing and that's cool, but, you know, maybe don't throw that out there out of the gate. And if you're a couple and you're reaching out, be considerate, be concise, be thoughtful and I mean, it was really, it was really a refreshing kind of thing to see. So I appreciated it. That's awesome. Well, I had a very refreshing play date. I will say this was on video and it will be available on my OnlyFans, but that's not why I'm talking about it. I want to talk about this particular play session because it was unexpected for me. I really didn't know this guy. I didn't know exactly what to expect. And he surprised me in all of the best possible ways. And it ended up being a wonderful afternoon of fun. So we're going to talk about that shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of French Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent truly has all of your essentials that you need for your swinger bag. I always tell people if you go to a lifestyle club or even a house party, it is the best idea possible to take a little bag with you that is filled with all of the essentials that you might need throughout the evening. Even if clubs say they provide those things, it's always nice to have your own. It's really nice when they're high quality products as well, which is where Promescent comes in. I absolutely love their lubes and condoms. But one of my favorite swinger essentials from Promescent is their before and after wipes. I literally do not leave the house without them at this point. They're in all of my purses, all of my clutches, and they're damn sure in my swingers bag because I take them with me to the lifestyle clubs to make sure I'm fresh before a play session or to clean up after. They're made with aloe, they're soft, they're easy on your skin, and they smell so good. Like I said, many amazing products you can check out from Promescent, and you can do so at a discount right now. Listeners of our show can get 10% off of all of their Promescent products by heading to promescent.com slash FPS. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com slash FPS for 10% off of their bedroom wellness products. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Shameless Care. Talking about your sexual health with a health professional can be embarrassing. Sitting in a room with them, looking them in the eye, and telling them about your sexual issues can be really unnerving. And that's why Shameless Care now offers the ability to go online, fill out a quick intake form for things like ED medication, and get them shipped discreetly to your door. If you want to avoid the awkward doctor's visits and get ED medication at a very affordable price, Head on over to shamelesscare.com today, and if you use our promo code FPS at checkout, you'll get $30 off your first month of ED medication. ED is incredibly common in the lifestyle, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. That's why Shameless Care is making it easier and more affordable than ever before to get your ED issues handled. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS for $30 off. Our biggest event of the year is coming up very soon, Pod Bash 2023. If you guys are not familiar with this event, it's happening for the first time ever in Las Vegas at a beautiful, newly renovated boutique hotel, and Pod Bash is just a fucking party. This is a very personalized experience. We go above and beyond to make sure that everyone has the ability to meet all of the other Pod Bashers, and people leave with lifelong friends. So if you want to come meet some friends for yourself in the Sin City Sun, and meet some other amazing lifestyle podcasters while you're at it. We would love for you to join us September 28th through October 1st. Yeah, and this is a unique event, man. I, I can't tell you how excited I am about Podbash for any number of reasons, but especially because we get a lot of questions about are single guys allowed at events? Well, you're damn sure allowed at ours. Right now, we have two rooms remaining for single male roulette. 
room roulette. We have two left, so that means there are four guys that can still come and stay on property with us. We have day passes, weekend passes. We are absolutely single guy and single gal friendly, but we are really looking forward to an amazing time here in Vegas with all of our lifelong and new friends. It's going to be awesome. Do not miss it. If you're a single guy and you're interested, reach out and we will get you hooked up. And you can find all of the information and get your tickets while they last by heading to members.frontporchswingers.com. So typically when I'm creating content, I meet the people ahead of time. I make sure there's a connection. And the reason I do that is because I don't want to put out the type of content where it's like obvious that I'm not into it and I'm just doing it for a monetary gain. I'm not going to fuck someone on camera that I wouldn't want to fuck off camera. So I'm usually really good about meeting people ahead of time and all of that kind of stuff. This was a little bit of a roll of the dice with this particular gentleman. And the reason I decided to go forward with it and the reason that your reputation is so important in this space is because I knew people that had shot with him in the past. We had mutual friends. Everyone raved about this man. They did nothing but talk about how respectful he is, how great he is to work with, what a good dude he is in general. And he lived up to that hype and more. This was such a fun fucking day with an amazing person. Yeah, I, you know, I met him obviously with you for the first time, just like you did. And what a gracious, welcoming guy. I mean, really, really nice. As I mentioned earlier, you know, he's the kind of guy that most people would look at and go, oh shit, like they'd be intimidated by him. You know, he's covered in fucking inks faces tattooed like the whole nine yards he's a big cat and i found him to be like like a sweetheart i mean he was so fucking friendly uh in fact he's now part of a telegram group that we're in and he's coming back in town i think just before pod bash probably with his uh significant other and you know we're gonna get together for drinks i think it's fucking cool i totally want to yeah he goes by mars black by the way so um if you want to look him up i highly recommend it but anyway we were talking quite a bit ahead of time the other thing i loved is he was very professional. He would reach out to me ahead of time, ask questions about what was okay, what was not okay. We talked about testing history, obviously shared test results ahead of time. He also asked me what my tank top and thong size would be because he does these little gift bags for the people that he shoots with. with I love that. I thought it was so cute. A lot of these guys that are in the industry that are big, like OnlyFans creators, for example, they'll throw out a lot of gimmicky shit. And I don't like that at all. Like there was another guy I was shooting with that wanted to provide me with like a diploma or something right and and wanted to put my name on it and show it on camera i was like i'm not fucking doing that no. that is not gonna fucking happen no the gift bag was a very cool thought i thought it was very nice and it was really kind of unique and it was fun well I, listen, this is like the opposite of gimmicky that's my whole no, point is like thoughtful. this was very thoughtful it was yeah. cute it was just a good idea we shot some pictures in it and he's a great photographer too so yes. anyway all of that was discussed ahead of time but like i said still there was this in the back of my head i'm like are we going to get along? Are we going to have chemistry? Is this going to be a giant waste of both of our time? Right. What is this going to look like? I'm so glad I rolled the dice because you drop me off with him. I go in and you're there for maybe two minutes. I don't know. You were not there for very long. I looked around, just checked the place out. He's like, yeah, take a look around, make sure you're comfortable with everything. And, you know, just with a few minutes of talking to him. And then obviously you looked at me and it was obvious everything was okay. I knew clearly where you were because I dropped you off. It was directly across the street, like literally two blocks away from one of the local casinos. I drove two blocks, sat there, had a cup of coffee, made a few phone calls. And if I needed to get back there for some reason, it was literally, I mean, it was like I could have ran from the casino in in just a few minutes. Right. So it was was nothing. And I was super comfortable with him. And then at one point, you even texted me because you had been together a couple of hours. You're like, we shot a scene. I'm going to do another one. Yeah. Like it was that, like you were having that good a time. So. 
it was just great. So we sit down, we do all the paperwork, all the not fun shit, right? We're getting all the, yeah, the, the adult responsibilities out of the way. And then I went and changed into some lingerie. We shot some pictures together and we're standing in the living room of this gorgeous Airbnb and we're taking pictures together, but we're looking at each other while we're doing it. And it was just this instant chemistry and again i mean he is a he's an attractive man to me he really is i i'm very much attracted to him physically would he be the type that i would pick out of you know a hundred guys probably not but there was just this instant magnetism it was really interesting no listen he's a he has a great personality he's a super like sweet guy and very charming i mean listen i liked him right away as soon as he we met in the uh, in the driveway i thought let's see what kind of sense of humor he's got and they were dry he had a very small car <laughs> in the driveway and uh, i was like hey man there's no way you drive this fucking thing every day and he's like well when i you know when i rent a car i get the fucking smallest thing cheapest thing i can find I'm like okay it's a rental because i cannot see you rolling around this motherfucker <laughs> every day I said, there's no room for anything else yeah you know he's a big dude just this little tiny clown car but he had a great sense of humor and i just enjoyed talking to him shit i would have hung around longer but obviously you had some some things to do and i got the hell out of there but very solid dude good don't cock block me no, i want to get fucked block. man yeah. <laughs> so anyway we're standing there taking pictures together kind of kissing on each other at one point i went and put the tank top on and it said take a ride on mars right. <laughs> and i fucking loved it it was like a like a rocket and then he had a rocket that he had me sign and everything yeah. it was just cute i mean the guy's creative he put a lot of thought into this it was very very cool well, i like really we, enjoyed it like we talk about a lot there is a difference between just like there's a difference between a true lifestyler and a single dude, right? You got a single guy, but there's a lifestyle guy. Yep. There's a really big difference between a professional in this space and someone who's just doing it for shits and giggles. Right. There's someone a, who's like, ah, I can make a little bit of gas yeah. money and fuck a, a chick, you yeah. know? There's a, I mean, the variance is so great. Yeah. And this guy's the epitome of that. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, we're standing there. Then we kind of start kissing on each other. Again, just this instant magnetism to each other. And it was funny because we'd planned to take a lot of photos and do some kind of like pre-interview stuff. And he was like, do you want to just skip all of that and go in the bedroom? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yes, I do. So I am wearing this lime colored piece of lingerie. It's like a slip, but it's lime green. Right. It's very cute. It's neon. You just can't miss it. It's it's. I love it. And it's it's soft to the touch and I had a black robe over the top of it so we started off in the bedroom we walk in together and immediately get on the bed together and I'm like I want to suck your cock and he's like oh no 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 I'm a gentleman I eat first See? you eat second yes and I was like fuck yes I loved that yes absolutely I'm always not uncomfortable I, I guess I am uncomfortable I'm always a little uncomfortable when I'm with some with some a woman particularly who insists on sucking my cock first. I'm like, oh, that's kind of like, it's kind of like me not pulling the chair out for you at dinner. <laughs> like, I, I don't feel good about that. I don't think of it like that. I, I don't do. think of it as like a gentlemanly thing. I think it's really shitty when I suck cock for 20 minutes and then they go down on me for 30 seconds. Right. That's what I'm like, really, dude? Right. Well, that's just it, right? For me, it's kind of like this reciprocal thing. It's like, okay, if you insist on doing this first, <laughs> I'm literally going to like watch the clock because you are not doing this for me a second longer than I'm going to do it for you, right? <laughs> like, I just can't, it's, it's just a weird, I don't know, it's one of those fucking neuroses. You know what's weird, though, is we don't do that together. Like, no. there are sometimes where you you will eat my pussy for, like, a half fucking hour, right. I'll suck your cock for two minutes, or I'll suck your cock and balls for ten minutes, and right. you barely go down. It's different when it's with your partner, I guess, because it all evens out in the wash, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but also there are certain times where, like, 
uh, look, I enjoy eating pussy. It's like one of my favorite things. But all, like last night, for example, I was so fucking taxed after the sex that we had, we were just wiped out. Also, you're super fucking sensitive after you've had multiple orgasms. So if I go down on you afterwards, you're good for one. And you're like, okay, back off. Yeah. Like, that's it. So I've got to get to you first. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. got to happen right away. Uh, Particularly, you know, for the most part. So, but also, like today, you're going to play with a friend, obviously. And I will be home working. And when you come home, I'm going to pounce on you like a lion. <laughs> and I'm probably going to go down on you first. And it has a lot to do for me with the pheromones and all of you know all of that like yeah. i'm going to devour your pussy i don't do not care how sensitive you are <laughs> so that's going to happen and so yeah it's just a it's a very different thing yeah so anyway he's going down on me first i lay back and this man eats pussy unlike i have probably ever experienced in my entire fucking life here's the thing i i have found there are two types of guys when it goes comes to eating pussy well right there are the guys that have a lot of technique and they really focus on different areas they're nibbling they're sucking they're suctioning they go back and forth between different rhythms that feels fucking amazing and then there are the men who you can tell are just so into eating pussy that there is no thought in their mind and it's just like they're devouring it not in like a gross creepy way right. but it's you know it's there is no thought that goes into it there is no specific skill set that's being shown but they're so enthusiastic about it and i'm you know i'm looking down at him for example at one point he is face buried in my pussy his entire face is lost in pussy so which one am i you're definitely the skill one. Okay. Yeah, 100%. You are very, very methodical in, in how you eat pussy. Um, then there are guys that just suck. But I'm saying the two types of guys that really right. know how to eat pussy, it's one of those two things. Either they are just so excited to be eating that pussy and that's what makes it amazing. And this was that guy. That's right. what I'm trying to say. So anyway, he's eating my pussy. I'm looking down at him. We're not making eye contact at all because he is just completely enveloped in pussy the entire time he's down there. So you can't see his eyes basically i'm rubbing on his arms i'm kind of rubbing on the top of his head and it feels so fucking good and it was such a turn on seeing him be so excited to eat me in that way i came it probably was 30 seconds maybe 60 seconds and i had this crazy orgasm i'm talking head tilted back just moaning you know my back coming a little bit off the bed my toes are curling it was so fucking hot oh my god i loved it <laughs> well listen i i knew that it was all again i always go by time and you know if you're if you're like incommunicado for a period of time i know everything's going well and then of course there's that that tipping point right then it's like okay i need to check in but it, i was on the phone for a while before i ever heard from you and, and by the time i realized it, it was a couple of hours yeah absolutely so, yeah that's not the norm so anyway of course after i come actually he kept going down on me for a little bit i wasn't going to come again because again i do get sensitive yeah. so i kind of tapped him to let him know and we swapped so then i started he took off um he had pants on took off his pants and reveals his cock and i had really not seen his cock up to that point, I think I had seen like a quick video clip of him, right. but I really was not paying as much attention to his cock. This man's cock is so fucking nice. Oh my God. It is thick. It is aesthetically pleasing. It is long. It is just so fucking nice. Oh my God. And immediately I'm just smiling and giggling. I'm like, I'm going to have this inside of me soon. <laughs> like Christmas. Yeah. 
<laughs> cock Christmas, yeah. So I am kneeled down on the bed. He's kneeling. I'm kind of crouching down, sucking his cock on the bed. And it did not last long. I think he did not want me to continue to suck his cock for too long. Because I was really, I was going after it. And again, we have cameras set up, but I was so lost in him. I wasn't even thinking about that. Right. I was like, you know, using my tongue on the underside of his cock. I was stroking his cock and moving my mouth up and down on it. I was, you know, deep throating it. I'm gagging on it. I, the whole nine yards. I have the tears starting to stream down my face. And he kind of pulled me off of him. And he's like, I really need you to lay down so I can fuck you. And I'm like, oh, yes. And this it, entire it, time. It, like It's music to your ears when someone says that. A thousand percent. I think this is the point that I took my robe off, if I remember correctly. And I kind of pulled down my top to my lingerie while he's kind of prepping to fuck me. And I start kind of playing with my nipples. And he remarks that it's, you know, hot that I'm playing with my tits like that. He finally gets on the bed, pushes into me for the first time. It was even better than I thought it was going to be. How so? <laughs> it was just, I don't even know. Again, I think it mostly it was because I was so wet from this whole thing. This guy's fucking cool. And we just have this immediate connection with each other that I was just so excited. And, you know, the stretch, he definitely stretched me, that first initial stretch that I talk about all the time. But it was so much more than that. It was just like, wet slippery fun because i was so turned on by it shocking no one <laughs> so he starts fucking me and almost the entire time it's eyes locked we're making all of this ridiculously sexy eye contact with each other and then he starts kissing me and i'm moaning into his mouth while he's making out with me and i don't even fucking know there was one point i'm rubbing his arms and you know he's kind of putting his hands on either side of me to kind of propel himself into me it just felt so fucking good and then he's still inside of me he whips one of my legs around so I'm now on my side I have one leg kind of up in the air the other one's down so I'm doing like a you know split in the air basically on my side and he's fucking me that way and of course that's ridiculously deep for me and it felt so fucking good he's he's getting all the spots let me tell you yeah I have no doubt <laughs> and I came so fucking hard in that position I literally saw spots I mean I'm grabbing onto his arm my eyes are closed when I reopen my eyes, I can't get them to focus. That's how strong of an orgasm I had with him in that position. It was just so fucking sexy. And so that went on for quite a while. I think he flipped me over at one point and was fucking me from behind. He's totally an ass man. So he's rubbing all over my ass and just fucking me hard from behind. And I'm moaning like crazy. And he, I think, came for the first time in that position. Then he flips me back over. I assume that we're going to need to take a break because he literally just came. Right. So he flips me over, gets himself ready again, and goes for a round two immediately. Wow. I'm impressive. like, what the fuck? This man's almost your age. That's impressive. I was like, what the hell? I gotta find out what his regimen is. Yeah, I was so impressed. I thought we were gonna need, you know, I, I think I even made a comment about like, well, that was fun. And he's like, I'm not done with you. And I'm like, okay. Immediately rock hard again. Wow. I'm like, what the fuck? That's impressive. So <laughs> He pushes inside of me again. I'm laying on my back. And this is where things get just fucking hot and heavy. I start telling him how good his cock feels and how deep it is. And he's like, you like that, don't you? And I'm like, yes, it feels so fucking good. Keep fucking me. But again, this entire time, eye contact. And I'm kind of giggling. I'm having so much fun. I hope it comes across in the video. I haven't even watched it yet. But you know, that's the other thing. People always ask us about why we play the way we play, right? We play completely separately. We don't play together in the same room. How many fucking times we get this question? Well, do you watch? Do you watch? Do you watch? No, because we're separate, so I don't watch. People also think instinctively, 
that when you shoot these, these this video that I'm watching the video. I've never seen one of your videos. You haven't? Never. Never. Interesting. Never seen it. Never seen it. Hmm. Absolutely not. Because you, you like hearing about it from me more? Yeah, I prefer to hear about it as opposed to see it because it allows me my imagination, right? right. You see something, the, the imagination's gone. I know exactly what's going on. I know what's happening. I've never seen it. So, of course, everyone's like, what do you mean you don't watch? You've never seen it. I have never watched it. <laughs> I don't understand why this is complicated for people. I have not seen it. I have not heard it. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I prefer my own kind of vision of what's going on. You prefer for me to be riding your cock at night and telling you all about what I've just done. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I don't need the visual. I'd rather have that. And it really does fuck people up. <laughs> it's confusing. I get it. But anyway, so he's fucking me on top. We're talking dirty to each other. Super connected, you know, super passionate. We're kind of joking with each other during this entire thing too. And he comes again, like 10 minutes after the first time. I was so fucking impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm impressed i'm like jeez a moly and then he needed a break so he pulls out from me and we're just kind of being silly with each other and he's like god that i wasn't quite expecting that i'm like me either he's like i usually have a lot of fun with the people i shoot with but i wasn't expecting this level of like passion and heat between the two of us since we literally never met each other until an hour ago yeah listen that's one of those things i mean it's i have in the past i don't know maybe a few months that's happened to me maybe twice playing with partners in that kind of way, but that's super fucking rare. And it's like a, I think for me, it's like a physiological thing. Like, like I get thrown a bone once in a while. Like that's going to happen. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're going to come back to back that quickly. Yeah. yeah. Like I was just having this conversation with Jade. I'm going to see her Thursday and then she's coming to the event and she made some very naughty comments about something she wanted to do to me on a couch at the club. And I was like, well, that should be plenty of time with all that time span in between. And you can't play with Jade in the beginning of the day and play with her again. You have to play with me in between. That's no, not an option. I'm just saying it's like, yeah, that's probably enough time. You know, I'm, I'm thinking hours in my head, you know, yeah. but anyway, uh, 10 don't minutes. be greedy. I need that cock too. Well, just saying you're going to get it. Don't you worry. <laughs> so anyway, so then we take a little bit of a breather and then he's like, I'd really like to do a blowjob scene with you. And I'm like, cool, let's fucking do it. You know? So we go over to the couch and I get down on my knees and he starts filming again and I just start providing this crazy fucking blowjob. I mean, I don't really even know what got into me. I always love sucking cock, but I was feral for this cock in that moment. I was deep throating it. I was gagging on it. I'm using my hands all over the place. I'm kind of touching on his balls and then I'm rubbing on his shaft and then I'm rubbing on his legs and I'm doing all of these different things. And Again, never in my mind was it like, oh, I'm doing this because there's a camera there. I just loved his fucking cock and I loved his responses to me. That's what was most sexy while I was giving him this blowjob on the couch. You know, he's kind of moaning. He's saying dirty things to me. He keeps kind of sweeping my hair out of the way. I had my hair down in curls that day and he keeps sweeping the curls out of my face like the gentleman that he was, making sure that I wasn't, you know, gagging on my own hair while I'm trying to gag on his cock. And it was, again, a very connected blowjob. We're very much, you know, I think a lot of guys, there's nothing that drives me more fucking crazy. There's nothing that will make me not want to suck a guy's cock more again than when I'm giving them this fucking amazing blowjob and pulling out all the tricks and they're not even looking at me. Or, you know, like head tilted sound back. Or... They're just like silently just yeah. sitting. I fucking hate that. Like, show me appreciation. Show me that you like what I'm doing. Tell me what I'm doing feels good. And he was doing all of that. Yeah, it's important to, to, to show that you're 
into what's happening. I mean, even if it's not necessarily like your comfort zone, because a lot of guys get in their own fucking heads about showing that kind of emotion, you know. In that well, then moment. I don't want to fuck you. You're but not emotionally like, intelligent enough for me. Yeah, well, your emotional IQ, your sexual IQ is simply not up to par. And it's like you have to take into consideration that there is someone else in the room who's, you know, got their mouth on your cock. So yeah, you should... You're not just sitting in your room jacking off with a sleeve or something. This is a live human being that's sucking your cock. So show some appreciation. Yeah, absolutely. And I loved that from him. He was telling me how good it felt, how sexy I looked with his cock in my mouth, how pretty my eyes looked while I was looking up at him. It was just so motivating. And then he's like, I have to fuck you again. And I was like, okay. So I jump on and start riding him on the couch, just straight up riding his fucking cock. And he's just touching all over my ass. He kind of starts spanking on my ass and I am just riding for fucking dear life. It felt so fucking good. I think I came back to back within a minute of each other riding that cock. It was so phenomenal. He's kind of pulling my hair a little bit at one point. Very sexy. And then he's like, do you want to go back into the bedroom? So I'm like, sure. So we go in, have sex again in the bedroom. At what point did you text me between all of this to say, hey, we're going to film again? In between the first session together where he came twice and the blowjob scene. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. So again, I thought we were just going to shoot a quick little blowjob scene. Because you said we're going to do a a quick shoot. It was another hour and a half. Yeah. That it turned into a lot of shit. So sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah. (laughs) So we go back into the bedroom, start fucking again, and he was like, we're, we're kind of midway through it. I think I had come just one more time. He's on top of me, and he's like, I think that's all I've got. <laughs> I don't think I have any more left in me. No surprise, man. I'm like, dude, I'm so impressed that you did what you did. It was so crazy. And again, like, you know, obviously the guy has a big cock. Yeah, that was great. It was way more than that. He and I just had this instant kind of chemistry with each other. And it resulted in so much fun. We're laughing the entire time. We're joking the entire time. I'm coming over and over again. I'm ridiculously into him. I mean, even this has been, what, two weeks now since he and I have fucked? I want to do it again immediately. Like, I wish he lived closer. I'd fuck him immediately right now. Well, it's just like the guy you're meeting today. This is not a, uh, a shoot. This is just a guy that you have done content with but you guys genuinely hit it off and right. he lives six minutes from us right so yeah it's one of those things where like when you when you do have that and that's the that's proof of that connection right that chemistry because you can i mean anybody can film content with somebody for the sake of the content not really be into the person right you know that's obviously not what's happened here and like i said he, he and his wife are coming back i guess in uh, september so i'm sure you'll see him again well the other thing is again we fucked i mean i obviously recounted this very quickly because there were a lot of details to get through but he and i were together for three hours. Oh, every bit of it. This was three hours of fucking. If I was not into somebody, there's no way in hell I would be able to spend three hours fucking them. No, when you sent me that message, it had already been a couple of hours. And you said, we're, you know, we're going to do it again. And I thought, okay, well, this must be really going well. Because at that point, normally you're done. Yeah. Like there's no three and a half hour thing going on. And, no, I don't usually know. like marathon sessions. In fact, no. when guys reach out and they're like, I can fuck you for like three hours straight. I'm like, that is not a selling point for me. Yeah, I'm way points. too ADD for that. There's no way in hell I'm going to spend that length of time fucking you. But apparently I will if I'm having a fucking blast. And the other thing is, you know, we were doing so many different things, so many different positions right. and different rooms and I changed outfits. And so that really kind of kept my attention too. But I really do think it speaks to when you have true raw chemistry with somebody this is what can come out of it. Yeah, because also, you again, you had not met this guy up until this point. Nope. So it's not like you're spending three hours with someone that you have a 
history with. Exactly. It's just a, a you know a, a virtual stranger that you've been digitally communicating with you just met for the first time. You know, that's that's saying something. I mean, even know? by the end of it, I am just changing in front of him. I'm taking top my top off in front of him. That's not something I would normally do in front of a basic stranger. Right. But it just spoke to how much we got along and how much fun I was having and I, I wasn't even thinking about that. Well no, all that shit goes out the window when you're your mind is right in that in that moment. You don't even, you know, you just don't think about that shit. Yeah, absolutely. So great fucking session. Again, Mars Black, if you want to look him up, I will eventually have this available on my OnlyFans. I have not uh, edited it yet, so um, you know, bear with me on that. But eventually, this will be able to be viewed as well if you're going to be on my OnlyFans. So I'm very excited to share it because, again, it it's just I think it speaks to when you just allow sex to be fun and you allow yourself to connect with somebody new. This this is what can come out of it. That's the beautiful thing about sex to me. Everyone thinks of sex as such a salacious thing. I almost feel like I made a new friend over sex. Well, I mean, theoretically, you did. Like I said, there is a, the opportunity for us to, to meet these folks. You you are going to see a guy today that you did film with and had a great uh, uh, kind of chemistry with and want to see again just under normal circumstances, and, and he as well. Um, so, yeah, that chemistry is definitely important. Uh, for me, like I said earlier, I just need to... I just need to come, uh, kind of step outside my my comfort zone a little bit more to be able to do that with people. I, I just I have this weird need to want to get to know people. You know, I don't know. It's weird for me. I don't think it's weird. I just think you think too much about it. Probably. I think it's totally okay for that to be your preference. I just wish sometimes you would just let the freak flag fly a little more. Yeah, That's my hope for you. Uh, we'll see what happens. So anyway, we're going to be talking about this in more detail on the bonus episode for our Patreon members. So if you want to hear even more dirty details from this and some other things we have going on in our lives, head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers to sign up with us and get access to our bonus episodes, to our Telegram chat group, to my naughty Snapchat, and to several other bonuses. We would love to see you there and always appreciate the support from our Patreon community. If you want the naughtier shit, I can be found on OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. I'm also going to link Mars's OnlyFans in the show notes for you guys in case you want to go check him out for yourself. I highly recommend it. He's been a busy guy lately, so I'm sure there's lots of very sexy content on there. We, of course, would love to see you at one of our upcoming events. We have a ton of them this summer and going into basically fall and winter even. So if you would like to see all of the fun stuff we have coming up, sign up with us and uh, come Come join us for an event. You can find all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, listen, we've got this pool party coming up on August 5th at the Lexi. It's going to be amazing. And we've got some updates on that. We're going to have them on members.frontportswingers.com. It's, you know, lots of locals, obviously. Uh, but we got some very cool updates coming. I think we're going to uh, do something very special for the locals. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. As always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.